the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, this is definitely a gospel that, for me, cuts to the heart. We hear the story of these ten lepers who are miraculously healed by Christ. But the poignant part is not the healing. It's that only one came back and thanked him and glorified God. And I hear this gospel and I think of myself because so often in my life, I'm the nine. I might even be eagerly praying to God, asking for his healing or asking for some change to happen in my life or the life of a loved one. And what I focus on is the wish got granted. Wonderful. Now I move on with my life and I forget the one who has given the gift. So I think the, the saying out of this gospel for myself is, I am the nine, because so often in my life, I am the nine. <clears throat> Yet giving thanks is the most fundamental aspect of what it means to be human. We do all do it. Christ did it himself. What did he do at the, the mystical supper? He gave thanks, took the cup, gave thanks, took the bread, gave thanks. When he fed the multitudes, the 5,000, he gave thanks and distributed the food. Christ himself is giving thanks. So who am I? In fact, in the Bible, the giving of thanks is mentioned 109 times. And actually... Another word, praise, which is very close to that. When we give thanks, we praise God. Praise is mentioned 278 times in the Bible. It's everywhere. The giving of thanks, the praising of God. This is what doxology is. And we, after all, are orthodox. We are those who have right worship, right glory. Gratitude is not only essential, it's also beneficial. Because gratitude increases our dependence upon God. Furthermore, as we become more dependent, our worries and concerns are diminished. St. Athanasius, who we commemorated just this last week in one of his festal homilies, he says this about the gospel. He says, Christ loved the one who was thankful, but was angry with the ungrateful ones because they did not acknowledge their deliverer. They thought more highly of their cure from leprosy than of him who had healed them. This is my condition, right? I think more highly of the solution to my problems rather than the one who provides the solution to my problems. I'm only focused on the outcomes. And St. Athanasius continues, actually this one was given much more than the rest. Besides being healed of leprosy, he was told by the Lord, Rise, go your way, your faith has saved you. It doesn't say your faith has made you well. It says your faith has saved you. You see these things, this is what St. Athanasius says. You see those who give thanks and those who glorify have the same kind of feelings. They bless their helper for the benefits that they have received. And as we offer more gratitude to God, as our gratitude increases, and our dependence upon God increases, our worries and concerns diminish. 
It's very paradoxical. This is why in Philippians, St. Paul says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Be anxious for nothing. And how? Through giving thanks. Because we are all floating on the sea of life and we're being tossed about by the waves. And it is only by our anchoring ourselves in God, our reliance upon him, our recognition that all things are from him, this is what gratitude is, that's how we become anchored on this sea. Otherwise, we're floating around with all of our anxieties and fears and worries. St. Paul speaks repeatedly about the importance of giving thanks for all things, how that grounds our life in a reliance upon God. He says to the Thessalonians, Pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In everything give thanks. And then to the Ephesians he says, Be filled with the Holy Spirit, giving thanks always for all things to God. Always for all things. You see, we're not just to give thanks for the good things, the things that we perceive as good, I should say. We are to give thanks for all things, everywhere. And we see this most, this life of gratitude, dependence upon God in the saints. St. John Chrysostom famously said, glory to God for all things. This is something that many of us Orthodox say, glory to God for all things, or just glory to God. And when did he say that? It wasn't when he was in the height of his worldly glory as the patriarch of Constantinople with all the people looking up to him and listening to his words. It was when he was in exile. This, an exile that had to be more extreme because the emperor was so angry, he said, even further out into greater Armenia to this cold and damp place in his elderly years, and he was on his deathbed. And these were his final words. Glory to God for all things. How can we as Christians say that? How can we say that? St. Athanasius, who I mentioned before, is no different. He spent more of his life as the patriarch of Alexandria, more of his life in exile than he did not in exile. He was constantly persecuted, constantly besmirched by the Arians, and yet, likewise, he had that unwavering gratitude to God for all things. And more recently, we see this in another leper, St. Nikiforus the leper, a very beloved saint of our, of our parish. And he was like in the gospel, he was giving thanks to God, but he didn't give thanks to God for being healed. He gave thanks to God for his present condition and for his decades and decades of living with leprosy. And this was right at the time when the cure for leprosy came about, but he had already been leprous for so long, it didn't matter. Right at that time. So at the end of leper colonies, we don't have them anymore because now we have, thank God, a cure for leprosy. But he was giving thanks to God in the midst of that. St. Nikiforos, and if you want to know Orthodox theology, read the Paraclesis to St. Nikiforos. This will tell you everything that you need to know about our Christian life. And in this Paraclesis, it says in one of the hymns, 
enduring the pains of leprosy throughout your life with courage of soul and a most valiant frame of mind, you sang to God with eagerness, O Saint Nikiforus, a joyful song. And with your holy lips, you magnified unceasingly God's divine benevolence. In a worldly way, how could we ever say God's divine benevolence about someone with leprosy? How could we call that benevolence? We would look at that and we would say, and we would also be right in saying that's a part of the brokenness of the world, the sin of the world, it's a horrible thing. And yet, he also sees God's benevolence through that. And so he lived a life of joy in the midst of his leprosy. When his limbs were literally falling apart, he lived a life of joy. And in another hymn, it says, You bore the heavy burden of leprosy lightly, St. Nikiforus, and thus flying light as a cloud, you were brought up to God's city, and there you found true rest. You see, this is the paradox, how we carry heavy burdens lightly. How our Lord says to us, take my yoke upon you. And we think the yoke is not light, the yoke is heavy. And yet, if we rely upon God, if we trust in him, if we thank him for all things, that yoke, the very same yoke, becomes light. Now this past week was anything but light. I could probably do a poll. How many of you had no power for one day? How many for two days? How many for three days? Four, five, six, seven days? Probably some of you could raise your hands, right? How many of you had trees fall in your yard? How many of you had trees fall next to your house, down your street? How many of you had stranded cars? We could go on and on about all the things that we experienced this last week. We've all been battered and bruised in our own way. So it's understandable in these times that it's very hard to give thanks. I'm not like St. Nikiforos. As I said before, I'm the nine. I can't even give thanks for the good things in my life let alone for the bad things in my life. But God, in his love for us, doesn't ask us for more than we can give. So when we look at the life of St. Nikiforos or these other saints and the ways in which they were able to give thanks to God through and in and because of the struggles that they faced, don't lose hope if you're far from that. Don't lose hope because God is only asking what we can give. And so in these times when we face struggles, like this last week maybe for, for many of us, when we face struggles, how do we give gratitude amidst the trial? How do we? Yes, it'd be nice to say, oh, thank you, God, for no power. Thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for that. But we can't do that, right? Many of us. I speak for myself, at least. So how do we give gratitude? Acceptance. Acceptance. Accepting what happens to us. Sure, we might not be able to say, oh, and thank you, God, for that. But at least the step that we can take is to accept it. Because in that small and yet large step, what's happening there is that we're saying, this here is within God's providence, which means that this here is within God's love. And that's why we have these beautiful little phrases, like I've said many times, may it be blessed. 
That's a way of us simply saying, I can't handle this, and yet I know that, God, you love me, and so I know that your love is still working through this situation. Or we can say, like St. John Chrysostom, glory to God for all things, or just glory to God. A tree falls in my backyard, glory to God. This happens, that happens, whatever it may be, glory to God. So if we can't offer gratitude, at least what we can do is accept the circumstances that God has allowed to exist in our life. And I know that that is more than enough for us to do, more than difficult enough just to accept the things that exist in our life. But the more that we can accept them, seeing and knowing that all of this, everything in our life is covered by the love of God and the providence of God, the more that we can live a life that begins to have a little bit of gratitude so that someday maybe I won't be the nine. Maybe I will be the one. And maybe someday further, maybe I'll be the one who is thanking God not for the leprosy healed, but for the leprosy that still exists in me. Amen.